Hey guys, welcome back to Bubbles and Biz. Uh, it's been a few weeks, took a few weeks off. Um, I pretty much run the podcast year round and have done that since 2019, 2020. So uh, things have been crazy busy in an awesome way. And so I just decided to take a few weeks off, but I'm excited to be back. Um, this week's podcast is super fun. I talked with Sarah Waldbuser. Um, we've actually been friends online and worked together a little bit in the fall. She's an online attorney. Um, like it's really rad. She talks about travel. Her company is called Destination Legal. She wanted to be able to run her business from wherever in the world. Um, and she has done that. So it's really cool. We talk about trademarks and travel. And she also recently branched out and created a website on her own personal brand. Um, so it's kind of separate from her business, but it's really, really rad because um, it's grown and evolved with her business over the years. So it's a really fun conversation. She shares so much awesome information um, about what we need to know for like the legal side of our business. Um, so yeah, so I hope you enjoy it. So grab a glass and let's chat. Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. I'm super excited to have my guest on this week. I've known her for a while. Uh, her name is Sarah Waldbuser, and she is the owner of Destination Legal. She helps online coaches and online business owners with all things legal. So thanks for joining me today, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. Yay, I'm excited. And I wanted to ask you, I meant to ask this before we start recording, how are you liking your new place? Like it looks amazing. I love it. Yes, we are. We moved about four months ago, finally, finally settled. And it's an amazing neighborhood that we love and it's really walkable and it's a beautiful old house. So we're really happy. That's awesome. I love it. I've seen like the pictures of her just like gorgeous. So yeah, it's really, it's in a, like a kind of old historic neighborhood. So it's really nice. Awesome. I've only driven through St. Louis. Like I've never spent any time. Like I'll have to come like next time we drive down to New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I don't know that it's quite on the way to New Orleans. Maybe. We always take side trips. Yeah. And we're always like, wait, what? How'd we end up here? This is like not on the way at all. But I just figure like if we leave the Northwest, I mean, it doesn't really matter. We may as well just go places while we're out, you know? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Well, awesome. And you're sipping on some champagne? I am. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yay. I always think a uh, uh, interview is fun when there's a little bubbly involved. Right. <laughs> Makes it less interviewee-ish, you know. <laughs> totally. Um, well, well, awesome. Well, yeah, I'd love to, I know a little bit about your story, which I think is amazing, but I'd love if you could share with the listeners, like how you got started and your story. And, you know, um, I just, I really love your story and how you kind of blossom to do your own thing. So yeah, if you want to share that, that'd be great. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So uh, obviously, I'm an attorney. I'm a I'm a lawyer. And I started out my career like many lawyers do at a law firm. And I was in Washington, DC at the time. And 
I knew really, really quickly that it was not for me. I knew probably within the first six months and I ended up staying, I think about two years before leaving. Um, I just, I didn't love sitting in an office all day. I didn't love having to track my time every 15 minutes. I didn't love, you know, kind of feeling like I was working for these big clients like ExxonMobil and Chevron and things like that. You know, I had kind of gone to law school with the idea that I was going to save the world. And at that moment, didn't feel that that was particularly aligned. Um, and my dad is an entrepreneur. And if there's anything that he's taught me, it's like, you know, the old saying of do what you love and the money will follow. Mm-hmm. And do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And I definitely was not feeling that. So I thought about what did I love? And that was travel. And, you know, I had an interest in health and women's health. And so I decided to actually go back to school for my master's in public health. And I spent the next couple of years doing that and then eventually working in global health. Um, I lived in India for a bit, working at a small rural health organization and then worked at a think tank and a university um, in international global health disease surveillance and response systems, which is really interesting to think about now because back then, you know, this was 2010-ish and everyone, we were concerned with planning for the flu or maybe a little H1N1, but no one could have ever imagined what would hit. And the whole thing I was working on was, you know, disease surveillance systems in other countries for early detection in Africa, the Middle East, and Asia for things like COVID. Like the earlier we can detect them, the earlier we can stop them. And um, there were legal treaties involved between countries on on what was involved and who was doing what. And it was it was somewhat interesting work. Um, but basically, I got to travel a bit. But then I spent the rest of my time in a windowless office in Washington, D.C., writing reports for the U.S. government that probably never got read. And so (laughs) I just, you know, I had this moment of this was supposed to be my dream job. I had amazing friends. I was living in this great city and I just wasn't happy. You know, I'm sure a lot of us business owners sometimes have this feeling of like, there's just something more. There has to be something more. And I know some of my friends and family were just like, why can't you just be happy? Like, why can't you just, and you know, I don't know the answer to that, except that I knew there was something more, which there was. And I got to a point where I was literally like Googling, like work and travel, travel while you work. Cause all I ever knew was if you wanted to travel and work, you were like a travel agent. And so <laughs> I knew there had to be other things out there. And I, through Googling, I found a podcast that was, you know, by these two guys that were running an e-commerce store and living in Bali. And they were, had this podcast every week, teaching, talking about being a digital nomad and online business owner. And something just clicked. And I was just like, this is it. I would listen to them every day to and from my walk to work. (laughs) And within about four months, I quit my job, cashed in my 401k and followed these dudes to an island in the Philippines uh, (laughs) to do a two week workshop on how to start an online business. And that was kind of the beginning of it all. This was, you know, about, uh, 
10 years ago now. Mm -hmm. The online space was really just starting to explode. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be a lawyer. I was like, should I start selling something online like an (laughs) e-commerce store? And um, Dan, one of the guys that does this and, you know, continues to be a good friend to this day, was like, you should be an online lawyer. And I was like, what? And you know, <laughs> yes, it, and it really wasn't. There were one right. or two um, online attorneys, and one of them actually was Rachel Rogers, who right. now is this amazing uh, business coach in the online world, and she's really done so much since then. But she started out as one of the first attorneys working online, and was someone that I really looked to for guidance on. How can this be done, right? Because we're right. barred in certain states and we have licenses and what can we do and what can't we do? And so kind of just watching her, I started my first legal site called The Bootstrap Lawyer. And I did that for a couple of months, but I just, I wasn't ready. I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, it just, it didn't feel right. So I kind of stopped that after a few months, even though I had gotten some interest and, and did some work and went back and started doing some consulting for my previous employers to kind of bring in some money. (laughs) By this time I was living back home in St. Louis with my parents who were, you know, every day asking me to get a real job. (laughs) And I actually, you know, applied to some, um, but it, you know, I knew, I knew I wanted to pursue this even more. So I found, I had friends living over in Thailand in Chiang Mai, which is like a big hub for digital nomads at the time. And I found a job working for a fair trade company that was marketing online. They wanted someone to help them out and, you know, was still doing this consulting. So I bought a one-way ticket to Thailand (laughs) and the rest is kind of history from there. I lived in Thailand for a few months and then Vietnam, then I was in Europe and you know, kind of traveled for about a year and a half while I was figuring things out. I was still doing consulting to kind of pay for the bills. Working online, I started a a drop ship, modern, eco-friendly furniture store. (laughs) Um, And through it all, though, no matter what, I was always getting questions about the legal stuff. Mm -hmm. Sarah, I need a privacy policy. You know, can you just draft that? What about this contract? And do I need a trademark? And Eventually, you know, about seven years ago, I decided to move back to the States and settle in Chicago. And that was where I met my first life coach. And she kind of introduced me to the world of coaching. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know it existed. I didn't know this 20, now $20 billion a year industry existed. (laughs) And it blew my mind. These business coaches, life coaches, relationship coaches, career coaches, money coaches, coaches. coach. Yeah, exactly. Um, And the more I got into it, and the more people found out that I was an attorney, the more questions I got, and I saw a need and decided, you know, I'm ready to kind of dive back into the legal world, because I felt I felt for these people. I knew they weren't going to go to a big law firm. I knew they didn't have $5,000 to pay for a contract. They were just starting out. And so I saw a need. And it was, you know, I'm not legal Zoom. I am someone that knows the online world. I know the coaching industry. So these, the contracts that I sell at Destination Legal, these templates are written specifically for 
OBMs and marketing managers and coaches and health coaches. And it's just more, um, I know the space more than a lot of other attorneys do. And it's really just grown from there. I have, you know, the template shops where I sell 30 different contracts, downloadable, do it yourself. And then super easy. You know, I it, have one. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's it, so easy to, to just like change and get going. I mean, seriously, once I clicked purchase, I mean, I had it all done and updated for what I needed in like 10 minutes. Exactly. And that's the goal. Like my goal is to make legal something that's not scary, but rather really brings you empowerment and confidence in your business and that you know that you're protected and you look more professional when you're forward facing with clients. And so just kind of growing that has been really fun. And then I also, you know, I was just starting out as a business owner six, seven years ago. And as my business changed, what people needed changed, right? So the first people that bought, you know, coaching contracts back then as new coaches are now millionaires and they don't just need a contract. They need three trademarks and they need a partnership agreement. And then, you know, so, so their needs changed. And that's kind of why in this past, you know, six months, I've, I've had an offshoot into a more personal brand at sarahwalbuser.com to, to help those that are um, kind of in the next level of legal needs in their business. I love it. And yeah, your website just came out last week, right? Yeah, like two weeks ago now. I love it. That's awesome. I looked at it. It's beautiful. Did you do it yourself? Thank you. So I did kind of. So I use, I highly recommend, um, it's a tonic template. Okay. And then they are on Show It. So it's they're a little bit newer platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, they had been recommended and they're, it was so easy to customize. Uh, Destination Legal is still on Shopify because we have so many templates and we really mm-hmm. need an e-commerce type platform. But um, for this, for this site, I wanted something that could really, you know, these are more premium services. I wanted a more luxe look and mm-hmm. um, got some new branding photos and did the whole thing. And I'm really happy with how it's turned out. That's awesome. Yeah, you show it too. I love show it. Uh, it's funny. Oh, you I, do? I mean, oh, yeah. Awesome. I feel like it's growing a little in popularity, but it's not one of the ones you hear thrown out all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I definitely think it's growing. And I'm glad because for so long, it was like you're on WordPress or Squarespace, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which are both kind of clunky and suck. But yeah. um, <laughs> well, yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations on that. I mean, that's a huge, I love that you've just seen where your clients were and evolved as well to offer them new services where they're at now. You know, like a lot of businesses yeah. don't evolve to do that. You know, they're just like, okay, yeah. this is what I'm doing and this that's what I'm going to stay at, you know? Thank you. Well, you, you know, you know, some backstory and you know that it's been quite a journey to get to this place. And, you know, I don't know if anyone else um, struggles with this, but for a while I really fought kind of being a personal brand and growing something from my name. And eventually I let those, you know, mindset blocks go and I'm excited to see what happens. Yay. Yeah. So to have to ask, did you trademark your name? I didn't. I didn't trade. So, you know, obviously Destination Legal is trademarked and my tagline, Protect Your Passion, is trademarked. 
But I'm not concerned about another Sarah Wallbuser starting a legal <laughs> website. So. I can see you're right about that. <laughs> you only uh, really need to trademark if you are concerned someone else could potentially use the same name. Gotcha. But and people could not trademark their name, right? Running. Yes, yes. Okay. But, you know, there aren't a lot of Sarah Wallbusers running around, right? right? Like, you know, you have a little bit more of a common name, and I know certain coaches in the space who have a little bit more of a common name have done it because of that. Um, but I'm not, I'm not too worried about mine, especially with how impossible it is to spell it. So. <laughs> That's awesome. So when people like, cause I think, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty of people when they're like, well, I just, I don't think I need a trademark or, you know, it's just like a, I have just a course for my group. Like I, Nobody's going to take that or need that, but I know you've seen horror stories. Um, so when should people start thinking about that or getting that started? Yeah, that's a great question. And if you don't mind, I might call you out a little bit on that. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I know because, what you're going to say. Yeah. The reason I found you was because <laughs> um, I was going to, I was thinking about starting a podcast called... I think it was like biz and bubbly or bubbly and biz, something very similar. And I saw that you had a podcast called this. I went to go see if you had the trademark and you didn't. Mm -hmm. And so what I could have done at that point, obviously I didn't because I was like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> right. I was like, Oh, but she looks like someone I would like, like to hang out with and be friends with. So I'm not going to do this to her. But, um, I could have trademarked it and then you would have had to stop using it. You would have had to rebrand and change your name after all this. And so, you know, the reason to trademark is if you want to own your name, whether it's your brand name, your business name, your podcast name, the name of your signature course, a program, a mastermind, so that nobody else in the industry can use it. And so, you know, you don't necessarily need to trademark everything, but there certainly are for a lot of online business owners, important business assets that should be protected. So, you know, if, if this podcast is something that you see in your future, highly recommend doing that because at this point, somebody else could come in and sweep it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a good name. And so I've had clients come to me, you know, just a few months too late, where they're like, okay, I'm ready to trademark. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, someone else just did this three months ago. And so basically now you have to rebrand. And it's never a nice message to get. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news. So I'm always like, if there's an important part of your business and you see a future in it, you definitely want to think about trademarking because it's the only way to really own it and ensure that nobody else in your industry is using it. Gotcha. And you have a little test, right? That you recommend? To I do. Yeah. So I have the gut punch test. And so the gut punch test basically is like, if you're thinking about the name, whether it's your podcast or signature course, or, you know, if you're selling products um, and you're thinking of the name, you know, what would happen if you got a cease and desist in your email box tomorrow saying you had to stop using it within the next 10 days and completely rebrand. Like, mm. how would you feel? You know? So if you get a little, ugh, a little gut punch, like it's time. If you're like, 
oh, it wouldn't bother me, I don't mind, then it's not time. But if it, if it would be something that, you know, would give you that gut feeling, then it's definitely something you want to think about. Totally. I love it. I love it. And it's like so simple too. You know, I love that. Like, yeah. Did you, uh, did you get the gut punch, Nicole? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So we should probably talk. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, it is. And you don't think of it too, you know, like, I mean, I never thought of it, you know, it's like, I just have this podcast that I just started doing because I go make a podcast and like, I thought that was okay. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. And, you know, it's part of my job and my mission to get the word out there more right. so that people just know that it's on their radar. Um, you know, I have a client who did this complete rebrand last year and then came to get the trademark and it was oh. taken and oh. there was nothing to do. So basically, she, you know, had to step back and it took her a few months to like mentally get over it. And now she's having to rebrand again because she is growing. She's having, you know, she wants to start a certification program. She wants to run this and do that and have a book. And and you can't do any of that if you don't own the intellectual property. So it's something to really think about sooner rather than later. And, you know, it's my job to just let people know how it works and, you know, that it's something that they need to think about. Yeah, totally. And so should people also like say if they're, they're thinking of starting a business or creating a course, like, and they just think of, let's so say like for me, for example, I just thought of a name and went with it. Should I have, and other people as well, like do some research first? Cause like, say you start using it and then they could come right and be like, no, you can't use that. That's trademarked. Yeah. So there's a couple different steps. The first thing you always want to do is just Google, just Google it, see what comes up. And, you know, a couple of years ago, there was a friend who was a coach and she named a sales course, ran it for like six months. It was really popular. And then she got a cease and desist Mm. from, you know, uh, a seven figure coach that was like, I've been using this name for five years. We're trademarking it, all this stuff. The first thing I did was Google it and this other coach came up first. And so if she had just done that, she would have saved herself quite a bit of of time and money. So first Google it and just see what comes up. And again, if you're Googling for a podcast or an online course and something comes up and there's a restaurant in your town called it, it's okay, right? So with trademarking, it's really about what industry you're in. But if another podcast comes up or another, you know, similar online business comes up, then then that's when you have to, you know, do a little bit more research. So after Mm -hmm. that, I would go to social media and I would just see if the handles are available or see, you know, what's going on there. And then if you go to USPTO.gov, which is the United States Patent and Trademark Office, they have a public search function where you can actually see what's been trademarked and what's pending and all of that. And you, you want to do a search there. You know, when I was looking at podcast names, I went to, you know, to the podcast, whatever, iTunes or Spotify to mm-hmm. search because I wanted to make sure that, and there you were, right? So there was already a podcast name. And if I had found other ones, then, then I would have gone to do the trademark search as well. So there's definitely a little bit of legwork that you can do Mm -hmm. um, while you're thinking about naming things. Yeah, that makes sense. So just, I mean, to even just put up a little work ahead of time will save so much later if something were to happen, you know? 
for um, sure. And, you know, just because the domain is available or something doesn't right. mean that um, it's open. And also, just because the domain isn't available doesn't mean you can't use it, right? Domain names literally have nothing to do with trademarking. Right. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Um, side note, though, are you going to start a podcast still? I am. Yay. I am. The The name is still to be determined. I have a couple <laughs> ideas, um, but probably later this year. Awesome. I'm going to, I'll have to come back to you for some hints. I'm just, I'm intimidated by it. I just don't know where to start. Yeah, I can help. I mean, literally, I mean, I, there's people way better than me, but um, I can tell you what <laughs> I did and show you what I did. And yeah, yeah, it's been fun and an experience for sure. You'll love it. Um, and something else that just popped up in my head a second ago is copyright is different than trademark, right? Yeah. So okay. trademark is for the names of products or goods that you're selling. So, you know, whether you're marketing on a podcast or a blog or selling a coaching package or hosting a retreat or selling a t-shirt, trademark protects the names of those products or services. Copyright is what protects content. So mm. books, ebooks, online courses, blog posts, like the actual content that you're putting out into the world. And you can register copyright just like you can register trademark. It's a very different process. It's not nearly as complicated as trademark, um, much quicker, but it's, there's not as much protection. So mm -hmm. with co you know, copyright registration, it allows you to sue for copyright infringement, which is great. But it's, you know, sometimes it's harder to catch and kind of track people that are taking your content and selling it in other places on the Internet. And with copyright protection, it's automatic. So even if you don't register, you still own it, right? If you write an ebook, someone can't just come and take it and sell it under their own name. Right. There is some protection. You can still send a cease and desist letter. You can contact the web domain host to get them to take it down. But in the U.S., if you want to sue for infringement, you have to you have to have it registered first. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. Um, and so, like, where would you say like business owners like listening to this should start? They're like, okay, obviously, I might need some legal in my life. Like, just how I was last year when I was like, I have a literally like copy and pasted contract. <laughs> like, I want to make this <laughs> a little more legit. Like, would you say contracts or like? I mean, I don't know if people need to jump right into trademarks or like where, what, what would you, you know? Yeah, advise? great question. And one that I get all the time. And for sure, the number one place to start is just with your contract. So if you're starting out as a coach, a service provider, um, you know, your one-on-one -on -one contract is literally the first and only thing you need right away. So to start your business, you need a way to collect money and you need a contract. And then as you grow, you'll add on other things. So then, you know, if you have a website, you legally need to have a privacy policy and you want website terms of service on there. As you grow and might have a group program or online course, you want terms of purchase for that, no matter what the price point. You know, contracts aren't just about the money. Like I see this in, you know, I'm, I will be doing a post about this in the future, but like, if you're selling a course and it's, you know, a hundred or even 2000 and you have no terms of purchase, like you still need to protect other things within the course, right? So there's copyright yeah. to protect. There's, you know, other issues, disclaimers, 
what's included in the course, the terms. There's just a lot more to a contract than your no refund policy. I see these business owners, you know, just linking to checkout cart pages saying no refunds. And, you know, that's just not enough. So, um, you know, as you grow, you want terms of purchase for any of these products. And then, and then you want to start to think about trademarks and as you're building a brand, protecting that. But, you know, it can be overwhelming. So if you, again, if you're just starting out, you just want your basic contract and at Destination Legal, you know, we have bundles to make it easy. We have a starter bundle that has just your contract and your website stuff. And then you can come back later for everything else. So, um, you know, I, I do get that question a lot. And the other piece of it that kind of slows people down is worrying about LLCs and when do I become a business entity and all of that. And, you know, yes, it's good to do that. There's legal protection there. It separates your assets, but it's not something you need to do, you know, until six months or a year into your business. Again, the first thing and really the one thing you need to do before getting started is just making sure you have a contract in place. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I think you, you mentioned something that made me think of it too, of like you said your course or your group program could be like $100 or 2000 I do think maybe there's like this kind of thought process of like, I'm only charging $100. I don't need a contract or a terms of service. You know what I mean? Exactly. But even if your product is only $100, you could still get sued for $100,000. And so like, it doesn't, it's, it's not just, yeah, it's not just about the money, right? Totally. I love it. And so, yeah, you've got all kinds of contracts in the contract shop, right? Yeah, we do. So we have, um, you know, everything for coaches and health coaches. If you're hosting a retreat or a live event, if you have an affiliate program, um, if you, you know, again, just website or membership site, online course, basically anything you need as a coach or an online business owner, we have there. Awesome. I love it. And then, so, yeah, so you kind of briefly mentioned too, that you were offering a little bit higher end with your new website um, and your new offering is what, what all are you kind of doing with clients on that end? Yeah. So I just found, especially lately as businesses are changing and growing and a lot of coaches are just needing different support. So a lot of coaches are hiring support coaches And so they are needing specialized contracts for that. There's a lot of people that are entering partnership agreements, just a lot of things that I don't have templates for because they're so unique to the situation. And I found myself selling a lot more custom services, which I didn't, I've never even really had on Destination Legal. People (laughs) are like, I didn't even know you offered this because I didn't publicize it. And so I just decided um, to build this home out for those that, you know, are looking for trademarks and, you know, sometimes multiple trademarks at once. And I have a new offer, which I'm really excited about, which is basically, um, you know, this is not for the new coach, right? If you're a new coach, you're at Destination Legal. This is for someone that's making multiple six, seven figures. And it's our platinum package, which includes, you know, platinum protection. It includes like a full legal audit. So where I'm going into your business and looking at all of your programs, all of your services, all the contracts you have in place. And, um, you know, I really love it because I, I like working with businesses directly, whether it's the business owner or sometimes I'm working with the director of operations. And I like kind of 
being the go-to. I know it brings them confidence to kind of feel like they have a lawyer in their back pocket. And so this package, particularly, you know, I'm in your business for three months. I'm looking at everything, all your IP. And then it includes like an hour long call where we go over the results and decide what you need to trademark because it includes a trademark package and it includes an update or, or drafting of four contracts. So what are the four most important things in your business that maybe need a refresh or need an update or you don't even have yet and I need to draft. So it's really an opportunity to have, you know, uh, in-house counsel basically for, for a few months in your business. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that's exciting. I love that. And I I really do like, again, going back to your website and how nicely it's done and the vibe and the feel of your, like your personal brand coming out. Like it's just awesome. Thank you. I love hearing that. And I've, I, everyone has been so supportive. I've gotten such good feedback. So it's just kind of nice when you you know, and you know, a little bit of the backstory, I was really have been debating this for many months. And so to finally have it out in the world and to have such good feedback is really nice. Yeah, I love it. So kind of, yeah, switching gears a little bit to ask, like, you know, how did you because again, you know, I had Kara on the show after I went through Iconic. um, And I've had um, Jamie Goslin um, King on talking about you know, personal branding, because I do feel like it is becoming a lot more important. I mean, it's always been important, but I feel like, I don't know, people are starting to really, you know, kind of differentiate themselves with their personal brand, even though they're business owners. So like, how did you, like, where did you kind of start at? And like, you know, do you have any tips on like developing your, your personal brand? Yeah. So, you know, it was a journey for me. I knew last summer after I had my second baby that something just like, I knew I needed something to change with the business. I've been in business six years and like things were good, right? No complaints, but I knew to really grow and get to the next level, I needed to make some changes. Um, For a while, I thought about rebranding the entire business, you know, something I love, and maybe this will be the name of the podcast. Something I love is um, contracts and cocktails. And, um, yeah, I love it, but it just, it never felt totally right for the whole business. Right. Right. Cause it's like, I still, um, I, I built a pretty nice brand reputation around destination legal. So I didn't want to just let that go. And I had a Mm -hmm. ton of SEO and, you know, didn't want to just let all that go. And I don't know, it just never felt right to do a complete rebrand. There was always this there was always this um, feeling in the back of my mind. Basically, it was like, if I had a better name, I would just do that. <laughs> <laughs> my, the fact that my husband, you know, now my last name is very hard to spell was like this mind block. But my, you know, I kept thinking about Mike Michalowicz, who wrote Profit First, and right. he's managed to do just fine with the hard to spell last name. Right. So finally, at the beginning of the year, after kind of teetering on this contract and cocktails and what am I going to do? Um, I was meeting with my current coach and, you know, she was just like, you need to just use your name like <laughs> you like this today. Building a personal brand is literally the only way to go, even if down the road you plan to sell your business, even if down the road things change. Right now, people are buying from you. And so, yes, they're coming to Destination Legal for a template or, you know, for me, 
but you know, they know who's behind it, right? They know that I'm behind it. And so I think I just finally realized that I was making up, you know, reasons to not do it. The other reason I wanted to do it was because on Instagram, I had been destination legal and I never felt like I could really express myself fully because Mm -hmm. I was like my business quote, you know, I'm doing air quotes, like I'm my business. Right. So I couldn't share all my, you know, my daily life and being a mom and being a wife. And, you know, part of my passion and mission is helping other women and moms like start businesses that they love so that they have freedom and flexibility in their life. And so to do that, I just knew that I needed to get out there more and be more visible and be more authentic in who I am. Because when you think about who you like and who you follow, it's the people that are true and authentic Mm -hmm. and the days of you know all of the posy poses are over and the days of bro marketing are over I know right so I just kind of got over the the name thing and um decided to just go for it and you know it's my hope that in going for it that other people if they need it like get the permission to do the same because we just need more incredible business owners out there that are that are doing what they're passionate about because that's really where the world change will come from. Like yeah. I had the most heartwarming conversation yesterday with a lawyer from Palestine who reached out to me. She had found me months ago and, and reached out because she wants an online business in the Middle oh. East. And she, you know, was just so complimentary of, you know, you were an inspiration to me and like, I, you know, really love what you're doing and all of this stuff. And so you never know who's watching. And if, right. if I can inspire, whether it's another lawyer or, you know, someone else to just kind of go after their business, that's really what it's all about. That's amazing. I love that. That's just like, I don't know, I got like goosebumps when you're just saying that. Um, that's, I love that. That's just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the more um, women we have running businesses, like, I don't know, it's just in any business owner. I mean, it really is such a interesting and fun adventure, really, you know, and it I feel is. Like when we do it, and we run our businesses, you know, we're doing it for good reasons. <laughs> exactly. And I think, you know, the more we can just be ourselves and I have to remind myself of that, of this all the time, like the better and the more of us that are out there, the better. And I think we're just, I think we're at a really exciting time. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, and so do you have a new Instagram page for, so I basically just renamed destination legal Sarah Wallbeacher. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, and then I made a new page for destination legal to have a business page, but basically it just directs people back to my page. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, so now, you know, it's, it's still all my history, but right. I don't know for no one else probably notices any of this. It's just in my head <laughs> now that I'm posting it as me. It just feels good. Yeah, it feels right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so, I'm so happy for you. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go, I'll go follow the new Destination Legal page because I'm already following your, your current one. Yes, please. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so can, where, like, can you share your, both websites, your social media, all of that? So I'll put them at the podcast notes, but just so everybody can find you and get those contracts that we all need um, and connect with you further. 
Yeah, absolutely. So destinationlegal.com and actually um, if readers or readers, listeners are interested, <laughs> um, I have a free trademark roadmap that kind of talks about the process for that. And so that'll be at destinationlegal.com forward slash bubbles. Um, so that's just kind of a download of a quick and dirty there. And then on Instagram at Sarah Walbuser, um, or if you go to destination legal, it will link you back there. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you like for sharing all of your awesome, like not just legal advice, but also, you know, the personal branding tips and your journey and, you know, your evolution. Because again, like you were just saying, it's so nice to hear people talk about that and just share because, you know, we're all kind of trying to figure it out as we go. <laughs> so it's nice to yeah. know that other people are going through it too. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, yeah, well, thank you. I know you're crazy busy with two little ones and businesses and all that. So yeah, this has been awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll be back next week. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the episode and had some good takeaways. Uh, if you haven't left a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen, I would totally appreciate it. So if you have a minute, um, that would be great. If you need any free marketing tips, I've got some on my website. So feel free to head over there, um, nb.marketing to grab them. Have a good day.